Welcome. This is episode, episode six. Episode six. Episode VI for those counting the old-fashioned way. Yes. First of all, you may have noticed that our intro music was a lot shorter. This is because last week we recorded two hours worth of complete Way nonsense. Way too long. It was ridiculous. And uh, this time we're recording maybe 40 minutes and we'll edit out nine of those minutes. Make and it 31 minutes. Yes. And so we're going to start with uh, our fan mail. We got yeah, our fan viewer mail. The first, the, <laughs> the first one... Uh, is a very important one. It's from uh, Linda G, who runs another one of our fellow crossword bloggists. Linda G runs a blog called Madness Crossword and Otherwise. It's located at madness-crosswordandotherwise.blogspot.com. There's a link on our site. Yes, you can get there from our site. And uh, and Linda, like us, talks about the crosswords of the week, the New York Times puzzles. and uh... She brings up an interesting point, that she doesn't know anything about us. So she asks, open quote, But are you two brothers? Maybe twins? None of my business, just curious. And you've probably already written about this somewhere, and I didn't catch it. We are not brothers. We, we are, are not, not related at all. We're not even twins. We're not twins. No, least of all. Yes. We are not twins. Most of all? At all. No. You're uh, tall. I am very tall. I am of an average height. Yes, you are. I am also younger average than you. Middling. Yes. I am younger than you by quite a lot. I don't know. Yeah, quite a lot. By quite a lot. By uh, over six months, I believe. That, I, don't, I don't think that counts as quite a lot. It doesn't? No. Well, you might be my oldest friend. No, so here's the thing. I'm Brian, and I come from Maine, and now I live in New York, and I play the piano for a living, and uh, and do crossword puzzles for fun. And I am Ryan, and I come from Anaheim, California, and I live in New York now. I live. We live a block and a half away. How did we even meet each other? My wife, Pickles, met yes. your sister at an audition. Yes. And they rode home together and realized they lived close to each other. Because your sister used to live in this neighborhood. This is a very convoluted We, I know you through... I met you through... No, uh, there's a better explanation. I think here's how it happened. How is... We were both at space camp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, here's how we met. We both worked on a beet farm. We did. And it was a different beet farm, though. We just worked on two beet farms. We worked on neighboring beet farms. We, they were neighboring, but they were rival beet farms. Right. And, uh... Oh, God, how long have we been going? <laughs> no? All right. I don't know, but to sum up, I do these puzzles, you do these puzzles, we hang out. Does and that answer our Linda G situation? Uh, I think so, but she also says, I do enjoy your blog, so she's a fan. Oh, that's excellent. Thank you. And the podcasts I've been able to catch. Great. So, and she looks forward to meeting us at the tournament next year. Fantastic. All right. We look forward to meeting you as well. So that's Linda G. Crossword Madness and Madness Crossword wow. and Otherwise. Wow. <laughs> Let's try to get that address correct. Linda G. is located at madness-crosswordandotherwise.blogspot.com. Dot com. But you just get to sort of <laughs> randomly echo things I say. <laughs> this is why I don't let you read the email. This is the next, this is what happens. The next viewer mail from Dan Fayer, winner of the C-Division. Dan Fayer, winner of the C-Division. <laughs> he says, hi guys, it's Dan Fayer, winner of the C-Division. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he knows which one he is. That's good. It's the first step to sanity. Uh, I just caught up in the last few podcasts. It seems you've now mentioned me in every single episode. Is that really necessary? <laughs> no, it isn't. We'll stop immediately, Dan Fayer, whatever, the C-Division. And he wanted to correct us on a few things. He wanted to let you know that 100 dinars is not a peso, it's a real. Oh. We thought it was a peso. We did. We were wrong. Uh, and he says, I have no idea what country that is. Maybe Iran, something Middle Eastern. But real is in a lot of puzzles, so that's something we should know. Uh, Dan Yofair... Dan Fair. Well, I was reading this part. It said Daniel. Wow. Anyway. That's a new word for you, huh? <laughs> Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, goes on to say, 
and I was wondering about the theme music. Did Brian write it? And then he says, because I know Ryan didn't. Now, wow. I don't, I don't know exactly what that means. I think that means that Dan Fair, winner of the C-Division, is very, very clear on the fact that you are not able to write music. Well, I think what he might mean is that I've, I've focused so much of my energy and talent into singing that, that I certainly wouldn't have time to compose. That might be true. And he signs it, no dental insurance. <laughs> I think maybe we have a theme. Oh, if only Linda G. had signed her email with something dental related. Yeah, something orally. <laughs> oh, God. Our next viewer mail comes from Amanda. And I'll, um, <laughs> what's the problem? No, it's great. Is it the way I said it? No, it's great. You said it correctly. Our next viewer... <laughs> Our next viewer mail comes from Amanda. Amanda is a songwriting friend of mine. I say that like that's what clarifies her. She's a songwriting friend of mine <laughs> as opposed to the dentist friend of mine or the non-dentist friend of mine. Our next viewer mail comes from... <laughs> Our next viewer mail comes from Amanda. Amanda is a friend of mine. We've known each other for a long time. I met her at the ACPT. Exactly. And uh, we sat next to each other uh, solving these puzzles. And I was not surprised to learn that Amanda is uh, a very fast solver. Amanda, sadly, did not win the C-Division. No. We know this because they Dan Fair is the yes. winner of the C-Division. Uh, uh, but Amanda is incredibly speedy, and the truth of the matter is that Amanda is a genius. She is an absolute genius, definitely one of the smartest people that I know in the entire world. She says she's caught up on the podcast, that's great. The last podcast we did, we recorded at like 2 in the morning. Yes. And I commented that I didn't know whether recording at 2 in the morning did anything to improve our comedy. Right. Probably doesn't. No. Neither does doing it at 4.52 in the afternoon <laughs> on a Sunday. But Amanda suggests that listening to the podcast at an untimely hour increases enjoyment as well. So we recommend that to you, dear viewers, that you listen to our podcast when you're not ready to listen to anything. So like set your alarm for... 3 a.m. Have this as your alarm. Excellent. That sounds like, like a great your idea. IPod and do you have a thing that can do that? Yeah, they have those things. Now Amanda goes on to explain that this email uh, is not just to praise our brilliance, uh, but also her bigger complaint is that she hasn't gotten a single shout out while our good friend Dan Fair, winner of the C Division, is mentioned all over the place. Yes. We'd like to use this opportunity uh, to serve as a shout out to shout Amanda. Out. Let's start shouting, shall we? Amanda! 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 We love you, Amanda! Is that all we have? I think that's it. Okay. All right. I don't know. Um, no, actually, the truth of the matter is that uh, Amanda did one of the most ballsy things at the tournament, I think. Yes. And that is on... Twice she did it. Amanda had the guts to uh, approach Will Shorts and say to Will Shorts, directly to him, I think you're dreamy. Yes. She said... I think you're dreaming to twice. Will Shorts. I just said it twice, in honor of her having said it twice. But she didn't say it twice twice, she just said it once twice. What does that mean? She said it once twice. What did I do? You said it twice once. <laughs> That's totally different. <laughs> oh boy. Now, Amanda does point out something that is awfully crucial to this whole thing, which is that the camaraderie we had at the tournament, yes. which included Amanda. And Dan Fair. And Dan Fair, winner of the C Division. And at one point, also our friends Darren and Mike, and Mike's mom. I have to tell you this, I was not into crossword puzzles much at all. This is all my fault. This is all your fault. And I didn't do any of these things until about a month before this tournament. Uh-huh. And now I do them all the time, and uh -huh. my wife wants to kill me. But that tournament was a big thing. Like, after that tournament, I started, I bought the books, and I signed up on the New York Times, uh -huh. and I started doing them, and I made that ridiculous spreadsheet. 
which, thank you, Howard Barkin, is not ridiculous, I know. Yeah, but it was a big deal. And uh, honestly, Amanda, I'm so grateful that you were part of the experience there. And I look forward to doing this tournament with you again next year. You suggested that there should be more tournaments like this. I think so. Why don't we put one together? All right, we'd have to have somebody write crossword puzzles. Why don't we just use some old ones? But people might have done that. It would give them an unfair advantage. All right, I'll make some. I'm All not right. very good at making them, though. You're good at making them. You just don't have as much experience no, as, I don't. say, Will Shorts. Or 17-year-old Oliver Hill, who right. did puzzle number seven. You remember his name? Yeah. Wow. I think I do. I just said it as if I remembered it. Who knows if I'm right? Let's go with that. All right, then. Moving on to the next viewer mail. This is from Not the Dentist. He Not, who wrote yeah. us last he week. He did write us last week. It's our good friend. Our good friend, Not the Dentist. Yes, and he has given us a list of possible titles for our podcast. I'm going to back up just a second oh, because right. I'm going to hear about this from Amanda. Right. Amanda actually said to us, that she Facebooked you with a suggestion for this podcast. Right, and I... You told never told me about this. No, that was my fault. So you, you're taking the blame. Just I'm, full on I'm taking, taking the, blame the blame here. Twice. You're taking the blame twice once or once twice? The second one. Amanda suggests that we call the show Podcrossed. That's a good name. I like that. Podcrossed. It sort of is a play on podcast and, of course, crosswords and yes. Podcrossed. We will definitely consider that. Uh, but we're also going to consider now these from Not the Dentist. Not the Dentist has written in with these possible titles. Cross Wits. The Filled Square. The Square Cubed. Cross Nerds. Uh, that one doesn't apply at all, I don't think. Really? Because he says in his email it is probably the truest possible title. Not the Dentist is living in some sort of fantasy world where we're two grown men sitting in a room talking about crossword puzzles on a microphone as somehow some sort of nerdy... Yeah, that's ridiculous, that not the ridiculous. dentist. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, not your mama's crossword. How to succeed in crossword puzzles without really trying. Uh, Will Shorts is my bitch. I think I want that to be like a ringtone. I just want to like hear you say, that's a soundbite for us. Will Shorts, is, that's good. Uh, puzzle Prattle. The post-taco puzzle chat. Pickles thinks we're crazy. The podcast. That, that actually is very apropos. I think so. In Ink, Ink. Suggesting that only real puzzlers do it in ink, although online has kind of ruined that whole hierarchy. That's true. Brian has a spreadsheet. Brian is jealous. This is not true. I'm not jealous of your spreadsheet. You are jealous. You want that spreadsheet maybe, just like it. Maybe a little bit. Okay. And the last one, this ain't no video podcast. And then he signs it, Nibble. <laughs> not I like the dentist. that. Not the dentist. I, I also like that our friends, not the dentist and the dentist, they know each other yes. too. So they're doing this whole chomp nibble business. It's yes. fun. And our last viewer may... Oh, but these are great suggestions. These are, and we're going to have to consider all of these. Maybe by the end of this episode, we'll have chosen a title that will sort of be retroactively the title for this episode. Should we have people come uh, email us and vote? Oh, people could vote. Absolutely. So go to our blog, which is located at crosswords.ryanfacestheworld.com and uh, comment on anything. We read all the comments, no matter where they're from. Yes. And uh, and tell us which one you would vote for. Tell us which one you think should be the title of our podcast. Or you can email us at rbxblog at gmail.com. Absolutely. Uh, so the last viewer mail comes from the dentist, TM. He titles his email, Good Decision, Bad Decision. Good Decision, Buying a Book of Monday Cross Puzzles. <laughs> bad Decision, Solving Said Cross Puzzles in Ink. Chomp. Well, that pretty much says it all. That I think you're absolutely right, dentist. I, you should use a pencil. I, I always you're use not a ready for a pen. I'm not ready for a pen. No, I'm not ready for a pen Ew. either. I don't even. I don't do it with a pen. I can't. So we're gonna close up the viewer mail 
We are closing up the viewer mail blog bag cross and theme music. Viewer mail, closing it up. No? Keep going. It's good. <laughs> that's all I got. All right, that's excellent. I thought you were going to follow me. No. Don't you follow people? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Why not me? The other people, maybe, but you, definitely I not. I think you need to follow I me. I think sing that song one more time, if you would. Viewer mail, closing it up. Excellent. We're going to find a way to put that together. I'm going to find. I'm going to download like a drum groove or something. Why? Put it you with you that. have a whole thing here. You have a whole keyboard. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so I think we should talk about the puzzles. Or did you want to do the comments? No. Let's just talk about the puzzles. Okay, we'll talk about the puzzles. If we have time, about the comments. First puzzle of the show, uh, Wednesday, April 16th, by Edward Sessa. I thought I was going to say the title and you were going to... 2008! No? Uh, the theme on this was, I guess it was a reverse word ladder. Uh, 17 across was ink, and the answer was cephalopod spray. Then 25 across was in, social advantage. 43 across, I, personal pronoun. And 57 across, nothing, was disappearing ink. I like this puzzle. I love the, the concept of it. I could not figure out cephalopod spray to you could save not. my life. No. Didn't get it. I, I actually did get that after a while. And I had all sorts of trouble in that up-center area because I didn't know what anoxia was. And I believe I looked up anoxia in the dictionary and it referred me to hyponoxia or something <laughs> like that. And, you know, I just that's not a real word. If you can only define it by referring to another version of itself, whatever. But it's a, you could use it in a sentence. Yeah, I can use it in a sentence. I don't know the word anoxia. Well, there you go. There was it was difficult. Yeah, up in that top top right, I believe it was the top center was my trouble. That, that, the top center. By top right, I of course meant top center. Uh, but this was a good puzzle. I liked it. It was fun. It was cute. I. You know what? I think I don't think I. You know, I'm remembering now that I did want to uh, find a comment from our blog. Because I got a comment on the blog. Of all people, you my, I got a comment. Wow. Most of the comments go to your posts. That's absolutely... Yeah, I got true. a comment, and my comment came from Pop. And ah, Pop, yes. Pop says, Although I ultimately got cephalopod spray by default, I still have no idea what a cephalopod is. Uh, and ends by saying, You guys are way too smart for me. <laughs> and I don't know that that's true. Because he, you pop, you taught me everything I know. Yes. I mean, come on, you're not listening to this because you hate you, it. You hate this, but for those who haven't figured it out, Pop is my father. My father, Pop X O P. How does he sign his? What this? Yes. D C H F I L Y. Yeah. D C H F I L Y is a Simit family sign off. It's uh, we've been using it for years. What does it Probably mean? Probably been using it for twenty years or something. What does it mean? Let's leave it up to our viewers to decipher it. D C H F I L Y. Uh, it is seven letters, D-C-H-F-I-L-Y. It was, uh, it, there you go. If you can figure it out. If you can figure it out, that's it. I have no more clues for you, except that it was something that it started about 20 years ago. My parents would say it to me as I would leave the house. Would they just use the letters, or would they put it together? Well, when they would write it on a note, they would just use the letters. When they would say it out loud, it, 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 they didn't quite say these letters. They said something related but different. Am I being cryptic enough? You are being quite cryptic. Uh, <laughs> I'm being quite cryptic. <laughs> it's difficult to say. Try quite to, cryptic? Try to say it correctly. Quite cryptic. But just say it. Just let it flow off the tongue. Do you think I'm being quite cryptic? Al, screw you. It just flowed. That just flowed. <laughs> it did flow. It You're did. right. It, I'm impressed. So a cephalopod is a uh, like a squid. Is that what it is? A squid? I think so. A squid is a cephalopod. 
Sure, it makes but sense it, since ink is uh, you know a squid's defense against oncoming predators. <laughs> wow, look at you! Look at me! You're like Jacques Cousteau over there. <laughs> Bonjour, <laughs> voila. <laughs> Uh, so Je there may go. solve le puzzle. Wednesday. I cannot speak French. That was Wednesday. J'ai oublié <laughs> tout le français. Wow, that's good. Yeah, that means I have forgotten all French. Really? Yeah. Uh, Thursday, April 17th. By Byron Walden. 2008. This was all about Charlton Heston. All of this was about Charlton Heston. The whole thing. I didn't realize he had died. Oh, yeah, he had died. I know. Well, I know that now. And apparently, uh, Byron Walden put this puzzle together in, like, five days. Really? And and got it to Will Shorts, and they published it. I mean, this all... He didn't, like, have sort of a, a random, you know, memorial tribute puzzle sitting around waiting for Charlton Heston to die. He just put it together. Although, if he did, that would be kind of creepy. It would be kind of creepy. I mean, do you think there are crossword puzzle constructors out there who have a file cabinet full of... Obituary puzzles just waiting for somebody to die. <laughs> they might. You know? That would be horrible. Who's going to be next? Oh, geez, I don't know. Don Rickles is on his way out. <laughs> um. Don Rickles? Why? Well, yeah, he's getting up there. Uh, yeah. We saw Don Rickles in uh, Vegas. It was great. You did? Yeah, he's great. Wow. He's great. What did he do that was so great? Well, he, he does his shtick, he, does, he sings, he talks about Frank Sinatra. Does he sing songs from Guys and Dolls? He might have. Does he know the words? I'm just thinking about ways in which he's different from you. <laughs> he's a lot like me. Really? In many ways. Not if he knows the words. There are some differences and some similarities. How about that? Why don't we go with that? How about that? The All the big clues were Charlton Heston's movies. They were. I got the two biggest ones, which were The Ten Commandments and Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Just one of the greatest movies. It's ever. a great movie. I really, you know, I don't care about the puzzle. We don't have to talk about the puzzle. Let's talk about the movie Planet of the Apes. All right. What about the remake? Didn't like the remake. Oh, it was awful. It was I mean, Tim Burton, a good filmmaker. Sometimes. Oftentimes, when he does his own thing. Uh-huh. Edward Scissorhands, really Love cool, it. right? Yes. Beetlejuice, really cool. Yes. Planet of the Apes remake? Terrible. Awful, awful thing. Terrible. Yeah, plus the fact that they changed the ending, which yeah. is the best part about the movie. That's the whole, why Why go to the movie? That final scene, it's one of those scenes in cinema that just still gives me chills. Every yeah. time I watch it, when the, the camera pans back, he's riding the horse, and he gets off the horse, and the camera pans back, and you see, just, why should I give it away? I don't uh, want to spoil the ending. Yeah, you don't want to spoil the ending. I guess not. Yeah. The movie's Goats? been out for like 30 years or something, <laughs> though, right? But it, it's, a it's the Statue of Liberty! He sees the head of the Statue of Liberty sticking out of the sand. It's brilliant! It's absolutely... And you don't know until then that they've been on Earth the whole time. Yes. It's fantastic. So, I, I, it's out there. It is out it's there. Out, it is it not is. my responsibility to shield our viewers <laughs> from the punchline to Planet of the Apes. It's a great movie that did not need a remake. Oh, it certainly didn't. It did need all those sequels, though. Because all those sequels, <laughs> the sequels are, are they're horrible and they're fantastic. <laughs> were they all made for TV or were they? I don't theater? know. Maybe I only I've only seen them on TV. I've only ever seen. Them. Well, I only ever saw the first one on TV. Well, I guess that's true. Also, I know. but I mean, when I was growing up, Channel Five used to have a Planet of the Apes week, and you would watch Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Escape from the Planet yeah. of the Apes, uh, Hairdressers on the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it would be a whole thing. It was good. Uh, Charles Nesson was actually in the remake, though. He played an old ape, which he was did. ironic. Was that, that ironic or was it just cute? I think it's ironic. I don't think it's ironic. I, I think, think it's, it's ironic. Let's check with Alanis Morissette. <laughs> I'm going to go with ironic. The, the other ones were Ben-Hur, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. never seen it. You have never seen Ben-Hur? It's a big chariot race. There's a huge chariot race. Yeah. 
This is a great movie. That's all I know about. Is oh, it's a great Chariot movie. Race and Charlton Heston is in it? Yes. And it's... Chariot and Charlton have a lot of common letters. Well, at the beginning. But you said they is known in TV. I'm being and... like a wordsmith here, and you're being all nitpicky. How are you being a wordsmith? <laughs> wordsmith means you're creating words. You're I... just, uh, did we finish Thursday? Sure. Charlton Heston. He was an ape, and then he was an ape again, ironically. This was the one where, where we both finished the whole thing, except for that right corner. Oh yeah, the I couldn't right get that whole right bottom corner. Couldn't at get all. it. Couldn't figure out examples, which was the bottommost clue on the right. Right, I had chapters yeah, or right. uh, textbook offerings. I had a completely made-up word <laughs> that all the downs made sense. I uh -huh. did this at the tournament in one puzzle, where I decided I had conflicting answers. Uh -huh. Like I had a set of answers that made sense going across, but made no sense going down, uh -huh. and another set of answers that made sense going down and no sense going across, <laughs> and I just had to pick one set or the other. And of course, I picked the wrong ones. Picked the wrong. Ones. Well, I guess now that I think of it, they're all going to be they're wrong. All either wrong. version because they don't work together. Right. So this was uh, good, but we neither of us could finish it. Moving on to Friday. 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 No Google Friday. Dude, this is all about you because I have never had a no Google Friday. No Google Friday. It took me three hours and forty-seven minutes. I was oh. at work when I did it. And somehow, I was able to get this entire thing without even a stitch of Google. Does Google come in stitches? Oh, it comes in stitches. It comes right. in stitches. It comes in 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 skeins. Skeins? Skeins. Isn't that a skein? fabric? Is it skein? I thought it was skein. Maybe it's skein. And I don't think it's fabric that comes in. I think it's yarn. Well, yeah, but yarn becomes fabric. Yes, I know. But when it's in a skein or a skein, it's just yarn. It's not yet fabric. But it's of the textile industry. Uh, Merriam-Webster suggests it is skein. Really? Skein. There it is. Now, Thank you, computer. Anyway. If I could get the computer to say, you're wrong, Ryan, I would. <laughs> it was a good puzzle. There were some things that I can't believe I got, like 38 across Florida Island. Sanibel. Sanibel. I had never heard of Sanibel. I knew that one right away. I have a very good friend who goes to Sanibel Island, uh, Sanibel Island frequently for vacations. Really? Yeah. I had no idea about that yep. one. But the one that I did not know, and I just had to finally guess and, and just go surf cycle through the letters and keep submitting until yeah. I got it right, was number one, the first box, the top left, one across, the clue was films are shown in them. And the answer is... Nabes. Nabes. Yeah. What does that mean? Crap. Why are you on the text-to-speech? natural reader has <laughs> the ability to turn the text You were trying to get your computer to say you're wrong, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Me, can you please do that on your own time? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, so it was so names was crossed with one down certain rental arrangements, net leases, which also doesn't make any sense to me. Hello, my name is Kate from Neo Speech. <laughs> Thank you for testing my voice. You're wrong, rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. Kate's a jerk. 안녕하세요. 니오스피치의 준우입니다. 저의 목소리를 테스트해 주셔서 고맙습니다. You're wrong, Ryan. Wow. Okay, that's really unfortunate. Okay, well, I think I've made my point. <laughs> Please continue. If you have any idea what you're talking about. Patting myself in the back that I finished this puzzle, and you're very good. We were talking about nabes. Apparently, it is a word meaning a neighborhood theater. I thought of a whole slew of different words that could have gone up there, and and you know, it wasn't nabe. 
Never did that one enter my yeah. mind. No. But other than that, this was a very good puzzle by Joe DiPietro. He does a lot of puzzles. He has the second fewest black square yes, record. Yes, 20. 20. So it's a good one. I didn't have to, for I think maybe the fifth time in my life, I did not have to use Google on a Friday. So it was a no Google Friday. Wow, nice job. And I felt brilliant. You are brilliant. Until 10 p.m. when Saturday's puzzle came out. And I began to feel like an idiot all, all over right. again. Well, now, Saturday, we have an interesting situation here. I did not do Saturday. You did not do Saturday. I never looked at it. I was just so busy. Uh, I got home late Friday night, and then Saturday, I spent the entire day out in New Jersey. I didn't have a chance to look at a puzzle, let alone a Saturday puzzle that I knew I wouldn't have Google handy to help me with. Right. So, so nothing. It's a very difficult nothing puzzle. Nothing at all. So go ahead. And I uh, was able to... What I usually do with a Saturday puzzle is it comes out Friday night, I print it out, I do as much as I can before I go to bed, and then I hope my subconscious works it out while I'm asleep, and then I wake up and I'm able to finish a little bit more. All right. Uh, I've only f I've finished one without Google. One Saturday? One Saturday. We finished a Saturday together without Google. We did. Yeah. Uh, but by myself, usually I can get a corner, I can get a couple of spaces and start doing something before I've turned to Google. But this one, I got three answers. Before yeah. I got to Google, uh, this was incredibly difficult. After I got those three, and then I l started with Google, it still took me like an hour and a half to finish it. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but uh, twenty-four across, product once advertised as ice cold sunshine, Coke. What kind of? That doesn't make any sense. Ice cold sunshine. Tell me some things about advertising that makes sense. But this is. It Tell me some things about advertising that makes but sense. But usually, when you have a slogan, it has something to do with the product. But Coke is not sunshine. It's it's dark do and find, brown. Do you find being in the sun refreshing? Not really. I find it tiring. Oh, and I have a sunburn also on my neck. Yeah. Yeah. I had a sunburn on my face for like two weeks. So how does that? It still hurts. My forehead still hurts. Well, why does that make this any more any better of a clue? Any better of a slogan. It's actually not the clue's fault. <laughs> anyway, there are other things in here like Salmagundi. Salmagundi? Salmagundi, which apparently means mixture. Is that mixture. not Solomon Grundy? No, it's... <laughs> who had pancakes on Monday? Isn't that how, how no, that book goes? No, that was the guy who was in Metamorphosis. Solomon Grundy had, did something on Monday and something on Tuesday and something on Wednesday. What did he do? It's a children's nursery rhyme. This, this was a good puzzle, I thought. It was just incredibly difficult. Incredibly, incredibly, incredibly difficult. So there it is. There it is. I never tried it for a second. You never tried it for a second? No, I think I might have retired from Saturdays. You can't retire from Saturdays. I think I might. I think we're moving on to Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Uh, this was by John Farmer, titled Spaced Out. I like this one. I like this one, too. I did this one on the subway today, so I don't really know how long it took me, but I got the circle... There are lots of squares that had circles in circles. them. I got the circles right away. Uh, I don't remember how I managed to figure it out so quickly. Oh, because I got the first two long clues. 24, I got the American something. I didn't At first I thought it was American Dream, but it turns out to be the American Century. But I got the American something. Yeah. And then I got 34 across, which was Everything Must Go. Close up, come on. Right, and so in Everything Must Go, the circled letters V-E-N-U-S, spelled Venus. Uh -huh. And then I saw that the first three letters in the one above it were M-E-R, and I thought, oh, but it's going to be the planets. And then I knew 52 across was The Catcher in the Rye. Uh -huh. That's such a great book, The Catcher in the Rye. That is a great Fantastic book. Fantastic book. J.D. Salinger, awfully good writer. Uh, so And then that was Earth, and so that made the whole thing clear. I knew all of them, and uh, so I filled in all of that. 
and then I got most of the other little acrostic feature that uh -huh. the puzzle had, which spells out solar system, and that was kind of fun. And something else that was fun in this, and I noticed it, and then uh, uh, my friend Harry commented on our blog about it, which uh -huh. is that Pluto is included. It's included sort of secretly. But I don't even understand what clue. it means. It says two, the clue is 2006 neo, neologism, neologism, meaning to demote. Well, I think that it stems from the fact that in 2006, the planet Pluto was demoted from planet to asteroid or whatever. So this has nothing to do with the cartoon character? No, it has to do with the planet. The X-planet. X-planet. X-planet! Coming to theaters this fall! Oh, I thought you were going to have a funny accent and tell me to explain it one more time. Oh, that's better. Yeah. All right. Like, edit out my <laughs> No, no, no. We need yours in order to make mine look good. <laughs> But this was, I thought, relatively easy. Hello, my name is Paul from Neospeech. Thank you for testing my voice. 104 across. The answer is Pap. <laughs> Paul sounds very keen on this. He yeah. knows Pap. He, I guess well, he the does. the answer is, he's a little like William Shatner from Star Trek. <laughs> 104 across. The answer is Pap. <laughs> it took me... That's a, a horrible William Shatner impression. That, that was horrible. That was more like my impression of some TV cartoon character imitating William Shatner. But you did a good job. I mean, here's something that was very odd for me. Uh, it took me a very long time to realize that the planets in this were in order of their distance from the sun. Oh, I so. had to remember this old song that I used to sing oh, you about have some, the like, mnemonic device song? It's a, it's, a, it's a planet song. Do it. I am the sun, I am... It's something... Keep going, keep going. Nine planets round me go. Close and fast is Mercury, cloudy Venus next. Third from the sun, our home, the Earth. And fourth is Mars, the red. Jupiter, largest of all. Saturn has its rings. Revolving farthest from the sun is Uranus, is Neptune, and Pluto. That was truly fantastic. Thank you very much. That was amazing. <laughs> Perfect. Will you write something and, and then follow me on that? No, but that's now our theme music. <laughs> I'm done with that little sort of Will and Grace style piano thing that I wrote. We're using that from now. Next week, that's our theme music. Oh, I didn't write it. That's too bad. It's We're using it anyway. Copyright infringement or not. <laughs> so that's it for this week. Uh, next week, we're going to do Monday. We're going to do a regular week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We will definitely be back next week. With, with episode seven. Episode seven. Seven. One, it's one episode for every day of the week. One it episode is. for every sin. One episode for every dwarf. One episode for every lucky number. There are not seven lucky numbers. But there's seven is the lucky no, number. No, I'm naming things that come in sevens. Lucky numbers come in sevens. You misunderstand. It's seven things, not one thing seven times. Wouldn't that be lucky to have seven sevens? No, that would be 49.